podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com fedcontracts. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback Four podcast, sponsored by nobody. Um, because they won't sponsor us, and that, that just keeps going on every week. Um, we'll have to sort that out. With me is Grizz, Shawnee, and Keith, and tonight we're going to have a little chat about the victory 2-0 at Anfield today against Aston Villa. We are going to have a little chat about one of our title-winning players, and we're going to talk about Thiago Alcantara at some stage as well, because everybody wants to talk about him. Um Shani, I'm going to come to you first. Um, and what we usually do on these shows is we go back to the start, and it's the lineup from today. Um, I was a little bit surprised by it. I'm going to be honest. Um, after Klopp calling out his his team on Thursday night, um, I thought he was going to go more or less the same and give them a chance to prove themselves. But he makes a couple of changes. He brings in Katie, he brings in Chamberlain, and he brings in Origi. Um, what did you make of that? Were you happy? Yeah, to be honest, before kickoff, I was. When I seen the lineup, I says, "Geez, I'm excited for this. He's gone really attacking." But then I realised that that ten minutes why these lads don't play together every week, uh, mm-hmm. completely now balance in the midfield with them with them three in there. And to to just fast forward, you only had to look at the impact Henderson and Boynaldum had on the shape and the tempo as soon as they came in. So look, Twitter loves that little FIFA lineups and. All these two attacking midfielders in, but you just goes to show that these things don't work because being blunt, Chamberlain was woeful, and Keita, who was apparently the best player on the pitch, was bang average, in my opinion. Okay, strong, strong start there from Shawnee. Um, he's made it, he's very aggressive. He's made, very aggressive. Um, he's he's made um, ah, but that's okay. Uh, Keith, um, what did you make of the lineup? Because I know where Shawnee's coming from. Um, I thought it was, I thought the midfield was completely imbalanced. Um, yeah. regardless of much you like Naby Keita or, or Oxley Chamberlain, um, and Divock Rigi just doesn't work for Liverpool anymore, in my opinion. But um, what did you make of it? Were you surprised, I suppose? My main question, were you surprised he didn't give the 11 from Torsi another shot at it after being so blunt with them Torsi night and Friday morning? No, I wasn't surprised. I was expecting changes. Um, even though we did sort of dig them out during night, I just think uh, home against Villa was a game that he would have made changes. Now, what surprised me was maybe that... Minamino didn't get a run. Maybe I thought he might have figured. Um, I have huge issues with Keita and Oxley Chamberlain, the same team. They can't play in the same team, like he, and that's against Villa, and he couldn't operate. And despite what anyone will tell you, Oxley Chamberlain offers a goal threat from deep. Keita offers, you know, incisive passing and forward thinking. Shawnee's right. The balance has gone out of the team because the work that Henderson and Wijnaldum do. It's the unseen things. It's the the stuff that doesn't get highlighted on, you know, the the match. It's covering. It's allowing the fullbacks to attack. It's everything. And when they're not doing that, it's a huge drop off. And I just as soon as the changes were made, Origi, I think Origi. I think we struck lightning in a bottle with Origi last season, and I don't. You know, I think we should have sold him personally in the summer. Gone. Um, I don't think he's up to it this season. I, don't think he's. I think he's regressed. You know what I mean. I think 
maybe a bit harsh. He's 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 done good stuff. He's a cult hero and all that sort of stuff. But he just doesn't do it for me anymore. I think it, you'd be nearly looking to get him out if possible. Um, I don't know if Bayern are interested in him, but we could chance our arm on that. But the lineup, look, it was a surprise. It wasn't a surprise that he made the changes, but it was maybe a surprise that he he didn't make a few more different personnel. Yeah, um, before we before I get on to Grizz, just to let you know, um, if you're on the chat, um, throw in all your opinions, throw them in there. We we'll get to as many as we possibly can. Do not start paying for them. That is against the rules. Yeah. You know how it works. Um, please hit the like button. Please hit the like button and please share this across your social media. Okay, um, that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, Grizz, a couple of points there from Shawnee and from Keith with regards to the Oxley Chamberlain and Kate individually and as part of a unit um, and touching on Origi as well. Um, what did you make of the lineup? Yeah, I was, um, I, I definitely expected changes, but I always worry and usually improved always right when Genie and Hendo are both dropped. I always, I always want one of them in the team um, just because of the reading of the game. Simply, their game intelligence, in my opinion, is so way and above higher than Naby and Ox's at the moment. It's scary. So when they both change, I always tend to worry. I mean, everyone loves you on fucking Twitter, don't they? It's everyone's dream field, isn't it? And, I, and you know, I was having a joke with a few lads and I was like, you know, what, how, what does everyone make of LFC's favourite midfield at half time? Well, it was shambolic. But it wasn't only the midfield. Origi... You know, we all hate calling out players, man, singling out players True. because, you know, it's we're, we're champions of Europe and champions, you know, Premier League champions. And the lad has scored some iconic goals for us in the past, right? But he's not... Lad. He's not... I'll, 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 I'll back Origi, to be honest. No, I won't. Um, I won't back Origi. I think he signed, he signed a contract known what his position in the team was and to be honest he never really suits his starting he never really no. said we always say oh, we always play him out wide. he's never played through the middle look truth be told I think the, the, I agree with what you say the drop off is massive between a regular starters front three and Origi it is it really is but I think for what we'd probably get from him I'd rather have him around to be honest That's no I I I'd trust I'd 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 go on a limb and I'd trust Edwards to to get to get someone, even if it isn't the same price bracket. I get what you're saying. What we get from is peanuts, right? In the market, I get that. I, I totally agree with you. But honest to God, at this what? stage, I'd rather give Brewster a proper. Uh, well, that's yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, they're only back in my box already. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hear. You. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'd look at this stage. I'd rather give Brewster a chance. The guy's proving yeah. it. We can we can of course not at the same level, but he's showing desire, he's showing energy, he's showing he's showing the eye for goal, which Origi is not showing, and that's the main thing. He doesn't look like scoring. Do you know what I mean? He's what I call, I call Origi a momentum player, and it always happens. He's a, when Liverpool are playing well, when he comes on, it's a momentum, and the crowd are there. He's a momentum player. Starting when he starts from the beginning, and he has to work his way through a game. Gav, we watched, do you remember we watched in London, Newcastle, and we had the yeah. same scenario. And me and, him, me and Gav were tearing, well, I was tearing his hair out. He couldn't tear my hair out, right? But we were like looking at each other and thinking, fuck, look how much we're missing Bobby. And same thing happened today. You know, it, it, it just goes to show how important Bobby is. You know, we they call him the system. Well, today we another was another example. But I definitely wanted to Minamino. One thing about Minamino, I really want him to start in a game where Everyone else is starting. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like all the big hitters. He always seems to start when, you know, he's a mix mishmash. So that was a slight disappointment with the team selection. But, you know, it didn't really matter. You know, I just wanted to sort of see me and I mean, I'll start really. And maybe Elliot get a few minutes. I, I, you know, I'm, <coughs> I'm, gonna, I'm done with Divock Origi. I'm going to be the honest. With Divock, oh, the oh, thing oh. with Divock, sorry, Gab, before you yeah. jump in, because I'll forget me point. Mm. A lot of people in the comments there are saying, you know, should have kept things, bring in Brewster. The thing with Origi is Origi can play wide and he does have more to his game than 
the likes of Ings, you know, to get to get game time. And that's why Origi got kept on. He just looks, I don't know, it, it's his persona and his sort of, um, the way he carries himself, he, he looks lazy, you know, and he's probably not, but he looks that way. And when he, he's not sort of busting a go, I think he, he can look worse than he is. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's nearly optics with him that it's um, he looks a lazy show. Even if he's not, he just has that sort of languid style. So I don't know. Maybe that's why he's getting the chance and the others aren't. Um, I think he kept around to score against everything, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> true. I think loads of points in there and um, I've listened to them all. And uh, like Judge Judy, here I am. But here we go. Um, <laughs> first of all, Naby Keita isn't in Liverpool's best midfield. Um no way, not a chance in fucking hell. Now, having said that, I, I I still maintain that I think Naby Keita has all the tools to be an excellent midfielder for Liverpool, but he is not in Liverpool's best midfield. Either is Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. So, taking that into account, you kind of have to expect what you're seeing today. All right, I do feel that, like Sean, he said at the outset when he just went fucking haywire on, on the whole club as a whole and um, in the first two minutes of this podcast. Um, he, he, oh, yeah. he just, he nearly shot with the FSG out, but, um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm only, I'm only messing with you. I'm only messing with you. But, what I'm saying is, I get what you're saying, but Keita had a chance there today and he's leaving passes short. He's just trotting around the place, like he's comfortable there. He should mm. be fine for his future in these last six games and showing club. I should be in your best midfield, but he's not doing it. Maybe I'm expecting too much from him because of what we've seen in Germany. Hasn't been the case. Look, and to be fair, he's been unlucky with injuries, but it was just so nonchalant today. Leaving passes short, no snapping his passes, no real pace, no drive. One bit he turned around, he was chasing back, and it looked like he was running in treacle. Yeah. And then pe- and people are just so quick to praise him. Yeah, he gets the highlight with the goal, the assist. Well, that you see, that you see, yeah, but you see, the, the, pro- the, the problem, the problem with all that is, is that he, he, it's it's the classic case of a fan base picking sides and yeah. and sticking to that and hanging on to we it every la- every last little fucking molecule of that side you can you can hold on to, but. For me, he doesn't fit in Liverpool's best midfield because of currently what Shawnee just said there, um, defensively not good enough. And Fabinho struggled because of it. Because today showed, and as Shawnee said, I'll go back to it, Shawnee said at the outset, the impact that players have when they come on. Henderson comes on and, and to a lesser extent when Aldham and the tempo changes immediately. And the intent changes and you see them, there's more confidence in the fullbacks for me, especially Trent, when, when Henderson comes on because they're just back in their groove. Okay. Now people will argue, well, where was the groove on Thursday night? It wasn't there and it can happen. But for me, like there was one, there was one case in the first half where Liverpool broke, it came to Chamberlain and I'm being honest with you. Um, Henderson just feed, helps the ball on out towards Salah on the right hand side and he's probably in on goal and he doesn't, he turns back and he's starting to look for, Robertson on the far side in an overlap. It just didn't work. Um, and the, the want for this flashy midfield kind of annoys me a bit because you can have us look at the effect this flashy midfield, as you would call it, had today on our fullbacks and our front three. It, it had a, a, a huge effect because the fullbacks didn't know when to go and when not to. Mane was running around everywhere trying to make things happen and it was extremely difficult for him. With Divock Origi, Divock Origi needs to play a front in a two. And I've come to that conclusion today. Um, he can't play in a tree. He, they tried him off the left. He put him on the right. He put him through the centre. And it didn't work. He needs to walk in a two. A bit like when, when he threw him with Sturridge a couple of years back. And they were really, really good. But for me, uh, like people have said, Danny Ings. I, I think Danny yeah. Ings is a bit of a two. I think Danny Ings is a bit of a two-man being, partnership being kind of striker. Being a striker is the hardest job in football. Because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Shani, but Shani, you need you need to have. You're expected to be hot in the trough as soon as you come in. Yeah. Like if we were using Aang sparingly, he wouldn't look as good as he does at Southampton. Oh, of course, not. he's playing every Great week. Point. That's the thing. Yeah. Like the, we need to understand what Arigi is. Yes, I 100. percent Yeah, there is another player out there who could do his job better than him. Mm. But it's the willingness. That's what I mean. That's what I want. Yeah, it's the willingness to get someone in like that and that, yeah. to have the hunger. Because if you have a player of more quality, they're going to get stroppy sitting around on the bench. Exactly. Look at Jesus. Jesus has a head on him all the time in Man City. He's only really firing him when he's, when he's starting game after game after game. 
that happens because I of where I think, I think I I think it's a it's a game of I think it's a stage of levels. We always talk about um, our levels increasing season by season, right? And we always have a soft spot for Origi because of his goals and his iconic moments against Everton, against Champions League. But when we talk about Harry Wilson and and Degzi and others, and do you know what I mean? Gruwich, we say, no, we've, we've moved on. It's levels. Well, Origi, for me, comes in that category where all those guys I've mentioned, yeah, they've done decent jobs for us or they could. You know, a lot of people perceive them as sort of, oh, no, let's give Harry Wilson a chance, but we're levels above Harry Wilson's level now. And the same goes for Origi. The only thing is, two points, you're right, totally about them. He accepts it, but I don't like the fact that he accepts it. I don't, I don't think that's a good Yeah, but Chris, point. hold on. It'd be, okay, it'd be okay if he accepted it and excelled <laughs> at acceptance. But the, the problem here is, right, and this goes back, the, Timo Werner is a very good example on this, right? Forget all what happened with Timo Werner, money and whatever else. But Timo Werner was most certainly looking at Liverpool, and I don't care what anybody says, he was most certainly looking at Liverpool and saying, look, Mane is just outrageous, Salah is outrageous, and Firmino, nobody's really like him in the world. But I can walk in those three positions. I can I can excel in those three positions. And okay, I might be the backup, but I could be a backup in three different positions rather than just one fella that's stuck out on the left. And Origi excels at none of them. He doesn't excel on the right. He doesn't well, excel on the left. And he can't play the way Roberto Firmino plays. And going back to your point, that's where Minamino, for me, if you're going to, if you're not going to play him in the midfield three, you're going to have to turn Minamino into one of these players that you go, listen, or whether I need you right, yeah. left, or up front, that's what we... He's, you're going to have to turn... Basically, listen, you're going to have to turn him into uh, Firmino's... Um, oh, that, that, or you Firmino's replacement player from the Bundesliga, and you change your formation to a four-two-three-one, and that accommodates Minamino. Yeah, yeah, and but and that that's fair enough. From the Bundesliga, there's no, there's no, there's no problem with changing formation for me. Um, but but it's just when I look at that player and listen, Arigi's done amazing things at Liverpool. All right, he, he go down as a as a cult hero. There's no doubt about that. Cult hero, but when I, yeah, but, but when I but when I when I look at him, I think where. Are you going to excel when you're put into this team? And he, if we had an out and out striker that just looked to get in behind, he could do it. But we don't. We just don't. And it just, for me, it, the chances of a walk can just reduce game I on game every three. time I see him. I front three now. I don't know how to describe it, man. I'm no mathematician, but fuck, I'm never going to try. But our front three is based on the middle guy dropping and, and Salah and Mane as the point yeah. of the triangles of the furthest forward. If you reverse that, if you switch that and say, yeah, we're going to play that system, that, that makes sense. Now, this is one one suggestion is that, look, every season we evolve and we evolve the styles of play, either counter-pressing, either possession, either game management. I'm intrigued, just like probably we all are, I'm intrigued to see the next level evolving or next mode of evolving for this team. Like Keith said, maybe it is a formation change. Now, he's been very reluctant to play that. I know it's been suggested so many times, but I think we can probably name the amount of times we've played this 4-2-3-1 on our fingers. I can't think of any big games at the top of my head. But maybe it is something that we're going to evolve into and maybe, you know, you know, the players that we're looking at make sense that we may evolve into that. But whatever it is, I don't think it really fits into that. <laughs> That's the main thing. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, and look, people might say, oh, look, you're being a bit harsh, and I find it hard to evaluate players um, in this period, because, like, we've seen it today, the game wasn't good, like, we, could, we, yeah. we could go through the game, but we, you know what I mean, it wasn't good, from from start to finish, it wasn't good, bar the goals, right, um, and a save by Alisson, which I want to talk to Shawnee about, because Shawnee nearly you know, creamed himself um, uh, via Ooh. text, um, and uh, it was a wonderful sight, but um, it, it wasn't good, but it just just picking up on little things as we watched them, and they were the three players that came in. I just felt, uh, like Keith said, it just proved why they aren't in. Um, you know, why they aren't in the team on a regular or together. I think it does prove that. Um, Shawnee, I want to come to you. Um, Andy Robertson is still on the gargle, true or false? Andy Robertson looks like he's on the heroin, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, gone down the train <laughs> spot. Really. He was brilliant, wasn't he? <laughs> Uh, he was brilliantly shy. He was like playing Crash Bandicoot. It was like yeah. watching Alberto Moreno again. To be honest, I thought he grew into the game. In the, I thought I got he was a lot better in the second half. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He just needs to relax or something. I don't know what it is. It, he seems to be overcompensating now or something. Yeah. I don't, even though it was the same as City, I thought he was just trying too much. I don't know. It, his delivery was poor. He was coming back inside. But I understand that he does stuff like that to just retain uh, possession. To be honest with you, Bar Virgil and Bar Virgil, they were all rusty today. Virgil had a few slips as well. I didn't was, he? He got yeah, I was overly happy with Virgil as well, to be honest with you. But it's his levels that we look at. Yeah. yeah. See, it's uh, hard when you're I'm such a finely tuned team and you're under that pressure where you can't afford a draw for two years running and you finally win the league, despite what Klopp said, despite what Klopp's saying about, yeah, despite what Klopp's saying about, you know, I will be looking at this as if we haven't won that. That whole thing when you're playing Saturday football and you know you're 6-0 down at half-time and your manager's telling you, look, win the second half. Yeah, that's great, great advice, but the damage is done and we've we've got over that hump now. It's hard to motivate them to to give that hundred and ten percent. You know what I mean? So there's gonna be a drop off, I think, naturally. And the, the way the level of drop off to me just screams that the intensity just isn't there at the moment. Well I, I mean, like I'm acting like a Scarby cunt here at the moment, but when you think yeah, it's about great. It, I love it. I love it. When you think about it, what we told you two get told you three games into the season now. Yeah. Everyone was saying today wasn't vintage Liverpool. But maybe it was vintage Liverpool because yeah. we've seen more of them performances this season than anything else yep. where we just haven't been good enough and you win. And yeah, great that's point. Why that's why we're champions. Yep. Like that is why we're champions. There's been there's been plenty of big performances like the, the likes of United at home. Was, United at home was similar to today. Why not that at best got the win? Big, big moments you get the win. Like there was other games where Brighton at home, just things didn't go away, but you get the win. Well, the two set of games epitomised the season today, didn't they? Cities and ours. We yes. didn't play exactly. well and got the job done. They uh, have to play their A game to win games. When they when they don't play well, they don't know how to win. It seems. <coughs> I seen a great. I seen the great tweet. Um, I think it was Davo put into our WhatsApp group, and it was in C's the last one hundred and three away games where they've been mm. behind at half time. They've won one, yeah. drawn twelve, and lost ninety. Yeah, madness. That is an outrageous yeah, thing. But, but this is what fucking annoys me because you have every newspaper in England then bashing them up last Thursday after this and Liverpool need to match them again. Yeah. Maybe we fucking don't. Well, let, let's let's widen the scope a little bit and have a look over the last two years who's where. And we're yeah, yes. all but, but the But the funny, the funny thing is, Shani, man put out a fucking article after the game before City kicked the ball today saying that Liverpool was sluggish and they'd have yeah. to catch up with City. Only for yeah. City to get beaten at Southampton, who are playing for nothing. Yeah. But yeah. they were very good today, to be fair. I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was a great game of football. But don't get drawn into these fucking narratives that these bastards are trying to draw up about us having to catch City. Make no bounds about it. We're the best fucking team in England, regardless of what they do between now and the start of the next season. And all that shite bag players like Bernardo Silva... Oh, the, the, the league next season started tonight. Well, I'm sorry, lads. It fucking didn't. But this is it. ready to go again. But, Shani, this is a trend, you see, because we, we've spent, we spent, say, August, we spent six months of this season being told that this was a tainted title, right? And then we spent three months of people wanting us not to have a tainted title, not have nothing at all. And then, as Liverpool were about to le- win the league, we were being told by everybody that this league isn't good. You know, um, the, the standard hasn't been great, this, that, and the other. And then when Liverpool are confirmed champions last Thursday, all I've seen from people and ranges of media, from, you know, digital newspaper and, and, and TV and stuff like that, is now that, you know, United can do this and, and City can do that and Chelsea will do this. And, and they're all brilliant again. And it's a yeah. case of... And, and the reason you're being Show told memories. that, Shani... Uh, but sure it's not it's not only that the reason you're being told that is right is because they want they don't want to recognize what liverpool have done they don't it's look it's like it's like you denying the inevitable and just trying to focus yourself on something else to deny the, the inevitable do you know what i mean and you're being told like oh well, they can do this and do, like your man on off the ball the other day um hmm. his name's gone out of my head i think he done it twice in the in a week yeah, yeah, well, but this is what I'm talking about. 
this fella comes on and starts going on about um, Liverpool in Europe and haven't done this and haven't done that and, and stuff like that. And, and I'm kind of going, you're not watching the same game as me. Then another fella said that you have to be like Chelsea and, and win a league and a European Cup, even though they were seven years apart. Seven years, yeah. Seven, seven years, years and six managers the great um, man, apart. The great Chelsea side of all five yeah, and so, the Champions League winning 12. Yeah, so so don't be dragged don't be dragged into the into this uh, uh, to anybody watching. Don't be dragged into this stuff about this will do this yeah. and they'll do that. And that. This is just a, a, a defense mechanism um, by a lot of people uh, because Liverpool are champions and they don't they don't yeah. like it. That's basically it. We um, spent thirty years sort of being the butt of the joke, right? And everyone having that day. God, oh, this year will be our year. Next year will be our year. Uh, unbearable this, unbearable that. We've now broke that. We've got that who they've gone. So what are they going to do? They're going to use every little thing now to try and drag. You know, this talking of Man United being um, one signing away from challenging Liverpool, I think Man United have a cracking team. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say they don't. They've a very exciting team there at the moment. They're miles off us. Miles what? off us. Right. Well, who are they, well, they going to buy? Sancho, I'm assuming. And Maradona from Napoli days or something. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. It drives me mad. Even even Poiler today during that game. Yeah. Like the shit he was coming out with. Oh well, he 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 really wanted to remind people that Salah has a reputation of going yeah. down under a challenge. He, every game like he does it. Every game. Um, I think he done. I think he done a one man Mexican wave when the halftime whistle went because it was <laughs> yeah. nil all. Um, he's just he's pathetic to be perfectly honest yeah, with you. Um, does does it does it does it. There's a shitload of people um in the in the chat tonight. Uh, please, if you you can just watch along if you want, but throw comments in there. You can throw them in and um, let us know how you feel about things as we discuss them. And obviously hit the like button, share, and all that mess. And um, Grizz, I want to come to you um because I got a little feeling that Grealish got a little bit of stage fright today. I don't know if you agree. Um, but I thought he was poor. I thought he was under par, and it wasn't the Grealish you usually see playing for play, playing for um, Villa. Is there anything in that for you? Yeah, I think he was injured. Yeah, I think he took a couple of knocks where he wanted to come off, but you know he's playing the Champions. He's trying to. He doesn't want to get off that pitch. The poor fella. I rate the kid. I think today is definitely not a day to judge him personally. Um, I think he can definitely make the step up in a bigger team, in a better team. He had fucking no support. They were literally just sort of everyone in back of the everyone at the back, and then just a couple of sporadic counters where he sort of got that young kid up front with him. You know, totally Kelvin Davis or something Keenan, who done well, who didn't do bad actually. I was pretty impressed with him actually. People tired him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He done all right, but um, I really you can't judge him today. I think he's had a you know. I think he's had a good season for him personally. Well, I think he's like great. He'd probably be below Norwich, to be honest. Yeah, I'll just go. Twenty fourth in the league. Be below Norwich. While Norwich are twentieth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. To, be, to be playing the playoffs in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. To be in purgatory, yeah. they would. To be in football purgatory. Football. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen. Um, I, I, I don't know. He, he did look right. He might have been injured, but I, I'll give you that. Um, uh, loads of comments coming in. Uh, Victor Andonoff says, it's not Liverpool fans that are unbearable. It's all the other team's fans that just can't accept our brilliance. Right. Uh, Owen Bork says, uh, Grealish looked very unfit. He did, but I just thought he looked a bit... I don't know, but that might be. You might have. You might be right in in the injury thing. Uh, Barry Devon, he says that soon as destroy Grealish oh, today. Man. I don't watch any of the coverage before or after. I, I can't oh. do it. Sionez gets lifted out of it, but he's actually a brilliant pundit. The, the best out of all on Sky. He, he never, what, he never. It's always the truth. Like I never look back. I never. I I rate Grealish. I think Grealish is brilliant, and I think about all them little floaty attacking midfielder players England have. I think he's the best of the bunch. Madison Mount. I think he's better than all of them. But he said he's the most foul player in the in the Premier League, and I always thought he just gets kicked because he's their main man. And soon it just made the point was he doesn't see the picture quick enough. He holds yeah. on to the ball for too long and that's where he gets kicked. He yeah. said, I'd love to play against him because I, I can put my hands on him. He yeah. says, the top midfielders, it's the likes of Scholes, Xavi, Iniesta, Thiago. You can't put your hands on them. Yeah. And that's, the, point. that's what separates the really top level 
midfielders from the likes of Grealish. And then, and then, in fairness, I think Heskey caveated saying, well, maybe when he's in a better team, he, he might be at that level. But we don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah, I but think he's got. The, I think he's got. I think he's got the tools to to step up. Obviously, not on the level of the guys that you've just mentioned, but you know, he's he's he has he's got that he's got that sort of he's got he can beat a player. He can beat a player without being blessed with trial ray pace, and he beats players with his first touch and and, and body swerve. So he's got something in his locker, as you said. We don't know. There's no proof that he can do it at a higher level, but you just got to look at his sort of the weapons that he he's got and think, look, he can use them in a probably in a team. Look, for example, if, if if Man United didn't get Fernandez, Bruno, you know, he'd probably sort of play that role for them. But, but it's a bad know. habit that he has. Sean is right, Arsenas is right. You know, if you're too slow to get rid of the ball, you look good when you're playing for an Aston Villa. But if he's playing for United or he's playing for Chelsea, yeah. he's playing for Spurs, he wouldn't be coming to us. But if he's playing for well, one of them playing, teams and he's at a higher level and he's yeah. Getting, picked off and in, in, more, on. in more intense games um yeah. where there's not as much room and you're not you're not stood off um yeah I think I think you're um I think you're absolutely spot on everyone's so aggressive today Every, everyone is so aggressive Grizz aren't they yeah. what's let's going on a, let's give the players a break man yeah well I'll tell you what anyway. let's 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 up the mid- now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Right, let's um let's get on to where our latest player profile of the champions and the title winners. And yeah. tonight, tonight is all about this fella. Jordan Henderson, captain of Liverpool Football Club and Athletic Grounds. Um, let me see. Where I go, I go to Keith first because he's singing along. Sean, he's fucked off. Um, he's back now. Um, and uh, Grizz is there, and we we we'll all we we'll all talk about um, we we'll all talk about Jordan Henderson. Um, Keith, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, what we do with this, um, for people that haven't watched before, we literally just talk about the player, the season he had, how you feel about him, and then we move on. Um, Keith, the floor is yours. He is the most um, divisive player. There's other midfielders that are pretty divisive, but Jordan Henderson does not get the the, the credit he deserves. Uh, I think he's amazing. I think the the work that when he's not there, you see how not how bad we are, but how much we miss him. And they're the sort of things that you can't measure in stats and you can't measure in you know um, graphs and all these other sort of things. I just think he's an absolute leader. I said it a few weeks ago. I love him. I'm not going to go down the whole rabbit hole of who's the best captain and all this sort of carry on. But I just think Jordan Henderson this season is my player of the year. And it's not because he's the best player. It's because of his leadership, of the fact that we're the best team by a mile, but we're a team. And he is the the captain of that team. And I just can't say enough um, positives about him. His play is so underrated. Like People think he's just in the team. I don't know why they think he's in the team. If you you hear some people, they, they can't wait to get rid of him. Like He's Jurgen Klopp's captain. He is Jurgen Klopp's captain in that team every week. Like People think, and if we bring in Thiago, that that's the end of Jordan Henderson. You know, like some people need to get heads out of their sand. A heads out of arse if their arse is in the sand boat. But <laughs> Imagine sitting there with your head in the sand while it's in your arse as well. That'd be good. Visual, visual. Go on, go on. I'm gonna call the show that. I'm gonna call the show that. Get your head out of your arse on the sand and both of them. <laughs> he doesn't get the credit he deserves. His play is amazing. You know the covering he does. You know for Trent or you know he talks in and it it he just is so underrated. I just can't believe the abuse that he gets. I think he's I think he's amazing and. You know, he's grown into the position he's in, the role he's in, and he's the epitome of Klopp's Liverpool, if you ask me. Good stuff. Um, well put together argument there. Not that there's an argument. I, I, I yeah, love the blog as well. Um, Shawnee, I'll come to you next. Jordan, 
Um, Brian Henderson, I believe it is, but uh, go. The leader, the man. Uh, the biggest part of the spine, in my opinion. I only have to look at the... Go back to the, the title celebrations and you could see Virgil pointing at him saying, there's the main man. Now, there's Virgil van Dijk who's head and shoulders above anybody else in the wall at the moment in his position. And look at the respect he has for Jordan Henderson. Exactly. Look at how every other England manager he's ever had, any other coach he's had, has picked, has picked him. And look at the influence he's had on the team when he's not in it and how we've missed him. Henderson has been brilliant. He's played his best football this season uh, since the start of his career. Uh, the midfield, you're looking at before Christmas there, Fabinho was was looking like going to be one of our player of the years. And he got injured, went off against Napoli. And we were like, fuck, that's a massive loss. And then Henderson drops into the six and arguably performs better than Fabinho was at the time in that role. He's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, look, he's had he has his naysayers and that's fine. Look, he's not the most fashionable footballer in the world. But I can guarantee you, the four three names on that team sheet on a Saturday, Sunday or wherever we play is Alison Van Dijk and Jordan Henderson. And if you don't like it, you better find a way to like it because yeah. he's, he's the man and when all is said and done, he'll go down as a Liverpool legend and one of the greatest captains to ever captain yeah. the league. No matter what you're doing, he's excellent. And I'll tell you another thing. He's very, very technically underrated. I think he has a lot of tools in his game. Yeah. And he's got some really good goals this year. And look, I could go on about Henderson all day. I really could. Uh, he deserves all the plaudits he gets. And... He's been that good in a year where Kevin De Bruyne looks like he's going to break records for Man City in terms of output. Henderson is in question with being the PFA player of the year. So that'll tell you how good he's been this season. Yeah, I think um, Chase the lads are on fire. Grizz, you've a lot to live up to. Off you go. I can't. I can't live up to these two. They've, they've, you know, you come to me last on purpose. I know. <laughs> uh, they've 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 said everything. I can't. Oh, I thought you were just going to add what context. I say, what I was, you know, I, I was going to give you context, but I think I don't know if you chose Henderson on purpose today. It was, uh, or it was inspired, or because today's the best time to talk about Henderson. Today was a prime example of a Liverpool FC team up with you know playing fifty. When did he come on? About sixty minutes or something. Fifty, <laughs> just under, yeah, just under sixty minutes. Yeah. Look, look at the difference in tempo. Look at the difference in attitude. Look at the difference in passion. Look at the difference in shape. Look at the difference in security of Liverpool. Everything seemed okay. Everything seemed okay. I don't think none of us, as soon as Hendo stepped on that pitch, had any doubts whatsoever we're going to win the game. Not because of his skills and his drag, you know, his drag backs and his step overs, or he's going to put one in the top bins. But he's going to sort himself. He's going to sort the formation, the shape. He's going to shout his head off, which is an underrated quality. If anyone's played football, you know you have to be a good communicator. I don't mean you have to be a shout and like sort of Vinnie Jones style, but you've got to be a communicator. You've got to be loud. Your voice has got to be heard, and your voice has got to be respected. And his voice is respected. There's no point shouting, you know, so much bullshit on Twitter about, oh, he's a shouter and no one gives a fuck about him. Drop it. Guys, you're dead. You guys are dead. Anyone who's got anti-Hendo uh, thoughts, you guys are dead. You're so 2016. Fuck off now, right? This guy, when he sh- when he speaks, they listen. Exactly what Shoney said, you know, look at Van Dijk saying, here's the main man. You can't speak highly enough of him. I think technically wise, when uh, Sean talks about his te- his technical ability, I think he's, it's good, but I think he's a confidence player with his technical his technical his technical ability seems far more when he's in form, when he's on sort of top of his game and the game's going well. He sort of pings those. Games. Sometimes he still does these slight slight insecurities at times where he keeps it safe, but that's part and parcel of our system. That's fine. I'm just being hyper hyper critical now, but overall. Captain of Liverpool, I'm not even going to go through what we've won with him. Everyone knows that's boring. 
but you know, if you've got an anti-Hendo agenda, you're you're talking out of your arse and you haven't got a clue, mate. You're doing well, fair play to you. Um three great points on Jordan Henderson. Um we're gonna talk about Thiago Alcantara in two or three minutes. But before we do, um Jordan Henderson for me um epitomizes what Liverpool and this team are about. And when you talk about the midfield and they can't do this and they can't do that and he's shown he can do anything and I, the people that say you're going way over the top no I'm not um, if you watch this season he's been asked to do various things um, from playing in in this number 8 position and letting Mo Salah chi a football in my opinion um, he's letting he's probably letting Trent Alexander-Arnold cheat a little bit at football as well and he's letting them two go and say you go and you if you go up there and do whatever you need to do, and I'll do do stuff back here if needs be. If teams drop deep, I'll I, you can you can play football like Sean. He said, uh, Fabinho looked the best defensive midfielder in the world, and then he got injured. And that's the biggest thing for me in Henderson's career. The biggest thing, and um, not moving forward. And people saying, "Oh, we always knew we could play forward or forward." You didn't. You're a fucking liar because you you lashed them over no matter where he played for Liverpool. And you know who you are. I don't need to name you. You're not you're not worth it. Um, but the biggest thing for me was he he played in a six. He went to an eight. He excelled, and then he went back to the six, and he had excelled at that. Even though he wasn't playing that, he went back and excelled at it. And that's why he should be player of the year. That is why. And people have said there, Kevin De Bruyne should walk it. Absolute rubbish. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is a fabulous footballer, but it's not all about, it's not all about, you know, oh, your output and goals or assists or how it looks. It's your influence over your team, over other teams and over the standings at the end of the season. And Jordan Henderson, for me, is the biggest influence on this league this season. That is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, people would say Virgil van Dijk. People could say, uh, Mo Salah, Sadio Mane. No. Um, Jordan Henderson is the biggest influence on this league winning title team, in my opinion, because he has moved to different positions, done different jobs and never once complained and put everything he had into it. And that's why he should be player of the year. Um, there's loads of stuff around and I, I want to all ask you quick, just a yes or no question um, before we get on to Thiago Alcantara. And it's this. Um, sorry, before I go on, there's just we're not going to get any arguments in this chat tonight over Jordan Henderson. The the, the comments have been just brilliant on him. Um, calling him I a legend. You, we've got. I told you we've got the most intelligent listeners around. I'm yeah, I, I think the, I think no, <laughs> the comments were excellent, Jordan. That piece. I agree with you, Chris. Dead right, we've dead got right. some intelligent top top listeners, and I'm not doing it because there's no financial gain or anything in this. I'm just saying yeah. it out of the warmth of my heart. <laughs> Warmth of your heart. There you yeah. go. Um, a he wouldn't say that to you, Jordan Ramadan, wouldn't you? Not you're a yeah. miserable <laughs> bastard, Jordan Ramadan. Um, but um, no, listen. Before we got no, the comments have been brilliant on Jordan Henderson. Um, absolutely flying in, and that's why we're doing this player profile on as many shows as we can. I don't know who'll be next. It all depends who comes off the top of my head tomorrow. Um, it could be Roberto Firmino because I really want to get on to him because um, he's the most interesting player for, this, for me this season. Uh, but quickly, a quick yes or no. Uh, there's loads of comments coming in with regards to uh, Gino Wijnaldum. Contract, should he go? Should he stay? Will he stay? Will he sign? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Keith, does Gino Wijnaldum renew his contract with Liverpool? Yes or no? No. Okay. Shawnee Lawson? No. Grizz can? Yes. Okay. Gav I, yeah, I think he does. I think he does. Um, I won't go any further than that. I think he does. Right, Thiago Alcantara. Um, everyone wants to talk about this fella. Um, I'm going to be straight up. We got, we got, I got a message about this. It's probably going three, or three, four days ago. Um, with regards to this, and it's the that message kind of told me, oh, hold on, there might be something in this, and it progressed from there. But, um, Keith. Tiago Alcantara, um, what do you make of all this? Because I've seen you sway left and sway right and yes and no, and today I think you've decided it's not happening, but yeah. have you changed your mind since 11 o'clock this morning? Listen, I'm he, all on board. He's a seasick, he's rocking back and forth. Yeah. That tell you. No, I'm yeah. all on board with Tiago Alcantara. Like Tom Hanks trying to get off that oil in the squad. <laughs> not at all, listen. <laughs> I am well in on this, but I'm just afraid now that I'm going to have my heart broken. Do you know what I mean? And he's going to rock up somewhere else. So 
I look, I think Tiago, all the talk, right, that's coming on Tiago. And if you read, people are saying this is all coming from, not coming from the Liverpool side. Well, that's a plus for me. <coughs> it's. It it's the type of signing that I didn't think FSG made. And I know some people and some people in this in this this um show tonight probably disagree that FSG don't always have to they, they have a style and it's not to sign old players to big contracts and big fees. Well, I mean if you're talking thirty five million for or thirty million for Tiago Alcantara and he's twenty nine, oh, I think you do I think it's a no brainer. I don't believe it's Buying, I don't believe he's looking for a new contract because when Carl Heinz Rummenigge is coming out and saying, nah, he wants, he's gone now, he's told us more or less that he's gone. That's why I think this has legs. I don't think this is a play for the new contract for with Bayern. I think that's done. Even though Hansi Flick came out and said he'd like him to stay, I don't think Hansi Flick has any sway there. Do you know what I mean? I think this is done and dusted for him he at has Bayern. a stupid now. name as well. Hansi Flick, it's a stupid Flick. name. I like it. I want away from him as quickly as But the only worry I have about Thiago Alcantara is I'll always attach him to Pep Guardiola. And I'm worried that either he'll end up at City or Barcelona. Man United are getting linked today. I think... Can I tell you what I was told the other day? Oh. Um, The message I got the other day was that uh, Liverpool are most definitely in for Thiago Alcantara that City have not entered the race whatsoever and he doesn't want to go to Barcelona. That's what Excellent. I got told the other day. That's great. He has his heart set on Liverpool. That's what I got told the other well, day. Straight off want the bat. To hear. I think I Sean, he said this on something before on a show or else could have been in the WhatsApp. Players now, you know, if they're not getting linked with other clubs, it's because they only want to come to Liverpool. And that might be what's happening here. It's that Thiago has said, look, I want to go to... That's what the reports were coming out of Germany were saying. He's told all his teammates, I'm off to Liverpool. That's where I want to go. He's that good that he can do that. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? He's like, I'm out here. I'm going to yeah. play. They're like, what? They're probably not even interested in it. Yeah. Listen, I'm on to me. I'm going to Liverpool. Shawnee, um, when this name came up, I love you love him as a player. Um, and I'm going to let you have next shot on this because you'll have to forgive me. I forgot to let you have a little shot, a little go on um, Alison's save earlier. But you might, you might, you might want to do it later on. But um, when this player come up, I know you, you're a massive, massive fan of him, right? Um, but the big thing me and you kind of got into on WhatsApp the other day was with regard to the media reaction to it. Now, somebody has said there that... Um, you know, Joyce, uh, sorry, Pierce Maddock, um, sorry, Jono says Pierce Maddock haven't ruled it out and Joyce is the one asking Klopp questions about him. Yeah. Um, Johnny, they don't have a clue, do they? No, they have no fucking idea. Absolutely no idea. And I think the only time they actually get told anything is when they go and ask, for instance, say we're linked to Kula Valley and then there's a few... Pierce come out the next day, I'm told, and he, he takes great joy in this because it's yeah. like, I know Liverpool aren't interested in Kula Bali. All they're going to say is no. They're not, they, they don't get any solid information anymore. I'm convinced of it. After Fekir, after Van Dijk, I think it's a close shop and I think the club feed them scraps when it suits them. And Two, that has yeah. always been the case. And uh, I, I, I'm subscribed to the Athletic I actually like Pierce. I love when he does like the pieces on Liverpool. He does very he is a very good journalist in that in that sense. And I think Reddy has done really well on the likes of Sunday supplement and all that. But they're still riding off the coattails of having that little bit of information yeah. that you always used to get. And they're not getting it anymore. I don't care what anybody says. No. You have to look at the fact this hasn't been shut down straight away tells me something is going on in the background. It's all coming from Bayern's side. It's all coming from Thiago's side. He's throwing up little Instagram posts and Twitter posts. <sighs> this would have been completely cancelled out even by club today. He, yeah. he would have shut it down today and he didn't. Something was going on, Gav. And this is brilliant news for Liverpool because everyone loves to hang on to the idea that FSG only do things one way. Look, they have got a philosophy, but they're not married to it. And they can go outside the box. 
you're being given the opportunity, and I'm not, I don't think I'm over exaggerating when I say this, to sign one of the greatest creative midfielders of his generation in, in the middle of his prime. I agree, man. Very, very good price. You do not yeah. turn this down. I don't give a bollocks about money ball. I don't give a bollocks about resell or your value. If you're bringing Thiago in, forget about who's at the club. You are improving your squad yeah. tenfold with a player like him. And he's giving you another dimension. It, this is brilliant news. And I, I'm starting to get really excited out now. Are you, um, are you, are you, are you, yeah, Keith's all over the gaff. Shawnee, um, Shawnee just wants to know what bleeding squad number he is so he can add to that order he made last Thursday night for all the jerseys he ordered. Uh, 14 home jerseys for him and his brothers. I'm true DHK for that one. My card was robbed, mister. It wasn't me. Um, Willow Moran says uh, Thiago is definitely going to be he supposedly made an agreement with Liverpool already they've agreed personal terms it's just a fee now for him um, let me see let me see uh, Barry Carr says these reporters will be just minutes ahead of a story breaking now where it used to be days beforehand um, Mick and C and Edwards masterclass coming in um, Kiro wants to know would you sacrifice Will Alden to get Thiago I don't think that might be the case in my opinion but it could be um, um Leave that okay. ideology behind. You're allowed to have nice things. You're allowed yeah. to have yeah. things at once. Yeah. If it means yeah, it he goes, then so be it. Genie's did his... This is... A, one of the... I, I, you know, I am going to say this, right? Because we were out watching the match the other night, the Man City game. And... Uh, for, are you going to get a suit here? Uh, unless Alex Ferguson listens to the podcast, <laughs> nah, fuck it. If it's a, we don't care if he does, go on, you can say it. Uh, so, anyone who is a long time Clippers listener will know Paul Brennan Brenzi yes. um, was in the background as usual, hovering around the conversation. And Boynaldum, conversation. <laughs> and I was saying, this is where I'd like to see a little bit of a real streak in Klopp and just fuck Boynaldum off. This is being honest from bottom because I think. It's been dilly-dallying over 18 yeah. months for the contract. Look, if you don't want to play for us, fuck off. Yeah. And I said, what would Fergie do? And Paul Brennan said, probably have a stroke. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You can't do that, Johnny. You can't do that. Fuck's sake. Let's get past that as quick as we can. Uh, Avo says 287 on the chat, only 67. Like, who's not hit the like button? Please hit the like button. 288 now. I hope the, that wasn't Alex. That's Reagan. embarrassing. Can everyone please request? Yeah, just hit the like button. Request. It's cool. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, let me see. Kieran Thorne says, Shani, you don't need to persuade me. I'm not sure what uh, Jeannie was hanging around for. And now Jones has his new contract. I think. All things being equal, if you want to push forward and really improve your squad, my opinion is you bring Thiago in and you just say he's a replacement for Lallana and you add in Curtis Jones into your side and that, that's it. Um, so there you go. Cap Allard said uh, hit the like button. Yep, that's absolutely uh, what, what we're trying to say as well in a roundabout way. Um, Grizz, I've left you long enough. Um, how do you feel on Thiago Alcantara? Tiago Alcantara, yeah. So basically, look, someone just asked me a random question. I think it was Thursday. What day are we on? Sunday. Sunday. And uh, and um, someone asked me on Twitter, you know, what do you think about Tiago links? And I said, ah, doesn't make sense to me without sort of looking into anything. I said, you know, the usual line, what would come out of most of us, like 29, injury prone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the guy that uh, messaged you, um, I actually spoke on the same day. Um, but anyway, long story short, since then, um, I've spoken to someone I know um, very well who, who gives me bits now and again. And he's been very good so far with the bits he's given me. And it totally, totally blew me. Um, we are 100%. You don't want it? <laughs> it blew my mind. Oh, fine. Go on, continue. Yeah, yeah, let me say that again. He blew my mind what he told yeah. me. Right. So, um, that's two things um, I've to edit out. <laughs> what, he, what, he, what he told me was that um, we are 100% in for Tiago. Not only we are in for Tiago, but we are very advanced for Tiago. Um, we have uh, the player wants us, we want the player. Klopp wants the player. Who wouldn't want Tiago? That's the first thing. We all know 
all of us are Tiago fucking stands, they call him these days, right? Is that right? Surely they call him Stan. Tiago yeah, Stan. And there's gonna Tiago be, Stan. Come on, you're the young one, man. You should know this shit. Yeah, Stands, I think. And Tiago season talking. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. But basically, basically, Gav, um, the the talks with Tiago, from what I've been told, are very, very advanced. We have agreed a deal with Bayern for the fee. What remains to be agreed is the the structure of the payments. Bayern want the fee, most of the fee, which is. Uh, 25 million pound uh, to be paid up front. We, uh, Edwards, wants the fee sort of spread out over three years. Um, Liverpool are very confident of concluding the deal. Um, they want to conclude it this week. Um, they want to conclude it this week before, because Thiago Alcantara is one of the properties in world football if he comes on the market he really is he's at the peak he's got two years minimum of peak and fsg have always said um you know there's no set philosophy anymore the old money ball that's what they've been preaching to us sort of through the local journalists mm-hmm. and what they mean by that is and and klopp has come out and said it in, in a couple of press conferences or when he's asked about these kind of things where he says look if something comes up that we think is a game changer or something that's too good to turn down, we will look into it. Well, this is what's been looked into. And I firmly believe Thiago Alcantara will be a Liverpool player very, very soon. That's my S- personal opinion on it. S. Milne says Graves was just listening, waiting to drop a bomb like the boss level or something. Um, he did, but wasn't he? He seemed to be sitting there rubbing his um, yeah, rubbing his beard that he forgot to shave today. I mean, and, only uh, because no, I tell you why. Only because it's not. Look, it's not something I know. Like I work for LFC, or you know, people have got this perception of you know. But from what I've been told, from what I've been told, I have to give my opinion on that, right? So when someone mm. tells you something, you you <laughs> assess it, you judge it, and you give your opinion on it. So you know, it's not coming from me. I'm not, you know, dickheads on Twitter think I'm on the phone call to Edwards, you know, or Jürgen Klopp, you know, absolute dickheads, uneducated. Oh, you've got to the transfer committee. I thought you went around in your car, you know, with like the earpiece in, you know, the Bluetooth earpiece yeah. on. And you're yeah, like, yeah. Mickey Having lads. conference called with Mickey, yeah. Mickey yeah. lads. Yeah, I, I mean, I might start doing that, pretending, you know, but the point... The point is, um, what this guy has told me, and I believe him, I trust him, he's a, he's, a, he's a good guy. He wouldn't lie about these kind of things. He's told me other things that um, have happened, you know, uh, like the Jürgen Klopp contract and uh, a few other things. So, yeah, I've got every reason to trust him and believe him. And um, it's, uh, what's going on? Danny Emily says Tiago will only come if he gets assurances he'll play behind Ronaldo, flick a ball on for Shea and Long. That's those who know. I think that's I think that's one of the best things that's ever happened on this podcast when we done that oh, draft. Yeah. And we and one of the teams was <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo flicking on long balls for Shea and Long. To chase, I think it's one of the best things that's ever happened on this. And every time against mentioned, it'll be crying laughing. Um, I didn't spot it that time because there's so many fucking comments flying in here. I'm trying, um, I'm trying to keep, uh, I'm trying to keep up. But there is, there's nearly 300 people watching. So if you ha- if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed, please hit subscribe. This show is um this is the sort of show you get nearly every night loads of different guests uh different hosts and um, different stuff to talk about there's a great uh range of it it's it's the vast majority is on youtube the odds thing will be on hot mic if we can get that to work properly but um listen this is what you get and uh we say what we want when we want and you can say what you want when you want oh yeah shawnee telling us about paul brennan's yeah, story we <laughs> yeah, yeah. The night, the night Grizz had the choice, the the, the choice of um, all of Europe's elite strikers that played the Champions League, and he went for Gordon Pandev. Three strikers were picked. That's all. We had everyone yeah. else. Um, 
Uh, let I me see. Dylan, yeah, you won the vote because you told me I had news on Verna. <laughs> you prick. The Tulia bottle of sticky barbecue was my favorite F, uh, fatback for a moment. That was amazing as well. Mine is probably the double decker camel, to be perfectly honest. But um, you'd but have to listen, go back. Let me, let me just finish up because, in case yeah. look, look, this, look, and this is not a get out close. This is, this is, I'm just telling you my opinion. <laughs> the only reason we don't get Tiago, in my opinion, the only reason we don't get Tiago, and I'm going to say it, FSG fan thing, FSG mess up the don't agree to him. That's the only way we don't get Tiago. There you go, I've said it. Okay, you said it, you broke up all you said it, so yeah, that's, I didn't that's hear what you said. Um, <laughs> you, you can easily use just the situation is fluid excuse now if anything goes wrong, yeah. which is a, which is an absolute huge bonus for you, Chris. I've um, said basically if we don't sign if we don't sign um what's his name? Who we're after? Tiago. If we don't get if we don't get Tiago, <laughs> it's because FSG have bottled the payment structure and decided, look, they want it on it because we're very strong like that. We're very good like that. Edwards is the master, but sometimes we can get unstuck like that. You know, we have had deals broken down over structures of fees, etc., etc., and bonuses. But I think. I think we'll get him. I think that this fell is a game changer. I think we're going to get this one over the line. And a lot of people are comparing the the Werner. You know, we didn't get Werner over the line, but Werner was going to be a squad player. Was going to be um, the the more the money was growing on that one, that probably threw them away. I think this one this one is a, an absolute game changer to the starting eleven. I think it, I think it can happen. I for agree that with you. Uh, Umar Patel asks, "Is it twenty five million pounds in total?" That's the figure that that's the figure that's going around twenty four. Do a few pounds, super yeah. chats and we we'll whip that up. Um, no, you don't do super chats. Don't you fucking start. Give them um, my details. Uh, <laughs> my bank code, sort code anyway. Yeah, well, well Matt, I don't know. Group, uh, so can I still wait for, still wait for Matt? Though, right? Can I say one thing? Like, does it is it possibility Bayern might win the Champions League? Yeah. So what's gonna happen there? Like, is he gonna leave before that? It's what happened with Werner, isn't it? Like that point in Chelsea wanted him. You know, Leipzig didn't want to do one until the after yeah, the Champions League. By the way, Thiago is not injury prone. He had one yeah. serious injury. He's not injury prone. That's something that always gets me as well to say he's injury prone. Injury it's a bit, prone. Yeah. He had one serious injury. That okay. and he, I think he's played from like 26 to 30 games already this season. Yeah, it's um not injury prone. We'd have to wait and see. Neil Anthony reckons that Bayern want to cater in exchange. Uh, Padre Callahan says that. Uh, sorry, let me see. Willow Morland is just happy. Um, come on, the best football team in the world in Europe and now England. Um, he's just happy. There was one there from it's gone on me now. Uh, yes. Uh, Padre Callahan says that Leipzig wanted the 50 million quid up front. Um, could be the case. It could be the case. Um, before we go, lads, um, anything else you want to talk about? I want Keith? to say that, um, despite you know public opinion on this I've no problem with being called a peanut head by the way um, <laughs> I yeah. that was last okay. week's show that I didn't know I didn't know this was going to be a party political broadcast of no, yourself but go on but no do you know what uh, I listened to you as a pod on night uh, I, Thursday night after the City game I wasn't on it and um, a lot of peanut uh, traction happening on that you know yeah, and um I, I, I don't mind, you know, I was just sort of playing up the little bit of anger, you know, so I hope people don't think it gets, I do be kicking the cat around when we get off these because I get called, I get called a lot worse, get called a lot worse at home, to be honest, yeah. so uh, the yeah. Gav, tell him, Gav, do you line? Oh, that's okay. Ah, uh, that's all right. <laughs> um, Shani, is there anything else you would like to talk about before we go? Uh, no, no. No, you're good. We're still champions. See you yeah. all in the cannon on the 22nd. Good stuff. Good Give stuff. I'm on the door, and you're almost <laughs> just just say Jan Jansen when you get there, and you'll be absolutely spot on. Uh, Grizz, anything else before we go? No, I'm good, my brother. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Um, Seb reckons that Thiago is probably the biggest game changer since Van Dyke. That's how highly he rates him. Um, let me see. Let me see. Um, that's it. Love Keith. He's a peanut legend at Stevie LFC. So there you go. There you go. Um, listen, look, there's one thing about us. We can take the abuse for fuck's sake. We're only yeah. here having a crack every night. That's it. Um, I think, I think we're about a hundred 
followers or subscribers away from 2000 which is deadly so if you as i said again if you're watching and you haven't subscribed please subscribe hit the bell icon and you get all this stuff it's absolutely yeah. free we don't charge for anything no we don't want super chats no fucking emojis yeah. or memberships or pay for this or pay for that and only get this show if you're subscribed to this and pay this none of that none of that and um, just just <sighs> subs- well grizz wants all the money but that's just him but listen subscribe it's a hundred percent free and as i said um you, you get so much so, so much for it the range of stuff is mad even like and live not only that, performances. yeah not yeah. only that gav but it, we don't take ourselves overly seriously we're not trying no. to be you know ideas above our station we're just people that sort of like football like liverpool and just love to chat about it you know what i mean like there's no airs or graces and there's no um there's no you know pretension or that where it's so Look, if that's what people are into, I think we should be getting more subs. There's loads in that chat, loads watching this tonight. You know what I mean? Get on and subscribe yeah. and keep it going. <coughs> and listen, the um, the the chat has been brilliant tonight um, between us four and also in the in the comment section. It's been absolutely amazing. So if you can subscribe, as I said, subscribe, uh, like, hit the bell icon, and um, away you go, and you won't miss a show. Are you ready? Uh, are you ready to do our song, Keith? Because we're hitting two K soon. So. Oh yes. So I forgot all about this. Well done, Chris. So basically, when we do when we do hit two thousand subscribers, um, Keith is going to play the tin whistle, and Grizz is going to sing. Um, what's the song? The bells are ringing. The bells are ringing. The bells are ringing, isn't it? The bells are ringing. Otherwise known as the fairy tale. Fairy tale in New York. Um, the famous Christmas song that we're going to. Um, that we're going to. Yeah, Shane McGowan. Yeah, yeah, he's Irish. Yeah. Um, Owen Borg says the wife is going to leave him over this pod. Good luck to her. She had a good run. Stevie says this channel is going to be massive, lads. Keep going. Um, It's not about being massive. It's just about getting as many people on here to have a chat because genuinely, the more you get in here, the more crack you have. Well, I don't want to create the song at 2000, but we better be at fucking 2000 well before Christmas. You shout it No, like we will be. I reckon we can do it by the end of the week. By the end of the week, I reckon if it happens, I will get Grizz and Keith on the same show. Keith is going to play Tim Whistle and Grizz is going to sing The Fairy Tale of New York. The I've bells are ringing. As well. Now that I know it's uh, an Irish song, I'll wear my Irish rugby top as well. There I'll you go. In Dublin, when I came to see There you go. Um, Barry Carr's off to somewhere tomorrow for some sexy time. Fair play to him. Let me see. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's in lockdown, you know. He's Somewhere. grand. He's grand. But listen, um, that's about it. The club will be back with you tomorrow. And. Then we will we'll be back on Tuesday with some sort of show. Um and we will be um we'll be back on most days next week. We'll try our best to fill your week as best we can. Grizz, thanks a million for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure, brothers. Good stuff. Keith, same to you, my man. Pleasure as always. Shawnee, you're grounded, my friend. You're fucking grounded. <laughs> All right. Um like, but listen, can't keep a good man down, down there, <laughs> especially. And listen, come here. You thought the big nose, big, big nose, the big news was Tiago Alcantara, but it's not. The big news tonight is that Paul Brennan is still alive. Over and out. <laughs> home sense. Why is it home sense? The prices make sense. Ooh, outdoor is in. Are those plates melamine? Pretty planters, pillows, lanterns. Pretty much everything outdoor. And the savings. What oh, makes sense to me now? Out save on outdoor. Find a store at homesense.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.